All right. I hope you guys can hear me. How you guys doing tonight? <laughs> uh, we're going to be waiting on Juice to get on shortly. We appreciate you guys joining us at Talking Sauced. And uh, Juice said he, he called me and said he got kidnapped. And I said, why are you calling me? Uh, but he'll be here shortly, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, if you're first time to the show, like I said, welcome to Talking Sauced, uh, where we talk college football, mainly Florida Gator football. Uh, we talk sports as well. I'm your host, Tim Burrell. So we appreciate all you guys coming through tonight. I'm going to go ahead and put up some stuff on the screen here. Uh, so what we like to do at Talking Sauce, uh, I like to do my sauce review. So we do a little drinking on this show, alcoholic beverages. I'm really big into craft beers. And so <clears throat> tonight we're drinking out of Baltimore, Maryland. So if you guys like to drink, if you guys want to join us, if you guys want any recommendations, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, and let us know what you're drinking on. You can also hit us up in the comments down there as well. So let me put this up on the screen here. <laughs> Tonight we drinking give a shit <laughs> out of Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, we've actually had this on the show before, Duclaw Brewing Company uh, out of Baltimore. Uh, so I really like this company. They do a really good job. Tonight we're drinking fruit of sour ale with uh, blueberry, blackcurrant, vanilla bean, and lactose. So yeah, uh, it's actually sitting at 6.5% alcohol percentage. There we go. Taste a sip of that here. You guys can see uh, it's got a nice color on that thing. Oh, yeah, that's good. <clears throat> like I said, it's got blueberry, blackcurrant, vanilla bean. Um, you can really taste that blueberry. That blackcurrant has that kind of like sour type flavor and then the vanilla bean sweet. Um, it's really good. I like it. Uh, I actually like their other one that I, other couple that I had a little bit better. Pretty sour, but <clears throat> not sour enough for me. I give it a 3.5 out of five big sauce, little sauce. Big, <laughs> big sauce, little sauce. Okay. Mm -hmm. There he goes. The main of the plan. I told him. I thought everybody was gonna be running a little bit late. Yeah, yeah. I said he got kidnapped, and I don't know why he called me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, uh, I, we do not negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> Let me get y'all this other number. <laughs> yeah, uh, you might want to try this one first. Now, one one. Wrong number. Yes, sir. Yeah. So how you doing tonight, brother? Man, hey, I can't complain, man. I'm still alive. So, how y'all doing out there? Man, we got a couple people already in the chat here. Let me put this up on the screen. Mr. Marlon Coleman got the Gator Gator symbols. How you doing, Marlon? What's good? With got you, AB in here tonight. How you doing, brother? Do, AB. Yes, sir. And uh, like I said, we we appreciate you guys hanging on to us. We normally do the show uh, every Wednesday, eight fifteen. Um, we just have some stuff going on, so moving yeah. to tonight. And uh, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Like I said, remember, you can find us over on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We're a little bit of everywhere. Uh, we definitely want to be able to thank our fans because you guys hold it down for us. Um, Without a doubt. Before, 
before we do that, I do want to tell you guys about TalkingSauce.com. You guys can get your merch. We got hoodies. We got tank tops. We got cups. So you guys can enjoy a drink with us. You know, if it's warm or cold, because right now, I don't know what the hell the weather doing here. <laughs> it's been hot. It's been cold. Cold. Yeah, yeah. Same here. I, I thought we was going to get blown blown over last night. <laughs> it was a little, little bit. Yeah. Hard, man. Yeah, I'm glad everybody stays safe, man. Mostly. I know there was a few incidents out there in um, Arkansas. So uh, prayers up, prayers out to them, but yeah, thank God mostly it was safe. So it was good. Definitely, definitely. Yep. Are you ready to get this thing started? Yeah. Oh, you know it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Before we do, like I said, hey, you know I had to put a big wheel up there. Oh, <laughs> you better put some respect on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, y'all already know what to do. Y'all seen Will up there. Go slap the subscribe button. <laughs> Shoot, there you go. <laughs> so tell your friends. Tell your family, cats, dogs, all of them. Anything got paws, we don't care. Make them just tell them to go over there. and slap. Damn, this is a bad, bad clip, man. People been getting slapped lately. Just slap the subscribe <laughs> button, man. Oh, gosh. Just slap the subscribe button. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. You Please. better hit the Thank subscribe you. button. You right. know what will happen if you don't. <laughs> Lay the hands of God on you. <laughs> that was crazy, man. That was crazy. Oh man. Man, when I first when I first we'll talk about that just real quick. The Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. I know y'all tired of it. Uh, I am too, but uh I know when I first saw it, I thought it was fake for real. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like uh stage or something. Yeah. What about you? I did. I'm gonna be honest with you. I did I did. <laughs> I do, and I kind of probably still do because they benefit. They benefiting off of this. They still making money off of this. I've seen Chris Rock's show's been sold out, Sell, <laughs> selling out. He ain't doing nothing but, and now Will making sure he ain't doing nothing but getting to the red table. So they making <laughs> money off of this, and I'm feeding into it. So I, I don't like that. So, uh, <laughs> uh-uh. yeah, yeah. oh man, that was a good moment. Yeah, yeah. it was Intrig- good. It was good mean, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> Cause you knew that was yeah. just came out of nowhere. That it was out of left field, but I've never mm. watched the Oscars, and uh, I still didn't watch it this time. But I know mm-hmm. I watched the hell out that clip, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's about the only thing. Yeah, you're right. I never. Wa- I'll be honest with you, dude. Never watched the Oscars. Haven't. And um... the slap Prince of Bel Air, definitely, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, yeah I, we gotta slap the shit out of it. <laughs> really did, man. I, but I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like somebody was sitting here saying, man, because these these two people that just make a hundred, they both got a hundred million plus dollars. They sitting here making more money, but we got people out here living paycheck to paycheck. This shit gotta stop. They don't need no more money. I mean, I ain't mad at them. Go make the money, but we gotta go and start putting our money, get our money too. Uh, man, Shit. that's just the lay of the land, man. It's gonna be man, like that till the end of time. Yeah, y'all better, better focus up. Focus right. up. All right, man. We'll move on here. Me too. Enough for uh-huh. that. <laughs> I'm with man. Enough for yeah, that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, Mr. says I think it's a stunt. It could be. You know how these people be. I mean, they seen, are 
We just seen we just seen a lot of these Hollywood people cry wolf. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, they actors, man. Mm -hmm. You ain't get Oscar that night for no reason. <laughs> that shit. Get achievement. All right. We'll get the show started, Juice. Are yes, you sir. ready? Man, you know it. You know Hold on. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. I think he's out in the field for us. Let's go to Juice, everyone. Juice, can you hear me? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, wait, wait. He hello? Tim, you there? T Tim, Tim. I am. Yeah. I am. <laughs> oh, that, shoot, man. I'm out here in this dad blame country, man. What's good with you? Doing Let good, me, brother. What's good? Well, let me tell y'all what we got on today's of the breaking news of Juice's college football news. What we have on topic today, we have three topics. First topic from Saturday Blitz is five college football teams facing intense pressure in 2022. Here's our top five. We have FSU with Mike Norvell. Nebraska with Scott Frost. Number three, Texas A&M with Jim with Jumbo Fisher, number four, Penn State with James Franklin, and five, Texas with Steve Sarkeesian. Who do you think has the toughest? Who you think is, or more probably we'll say hot seat out of these? Who really needs to show up this year? Uh, definitely Scott Frost <laughs> is probably one of my main ones. I don't know how much longer he can sustain that <laughs> what he's doing over there. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely, I think Scott Frost is probably my highest one. Uh, for the simple fact, I don't really know FSU what they're doing. I didn't know what they was doing when they hired Mike Norville. Um, <laughs> and so I don't think. I don't, I, whatever on them, I, we'll see what they do. But I definitely, I, I mean, for me, it's Mike Norville. Uh, I'm sorry, Scott Frost, my bad. Scott Frost. Yeah, because uh, I just don't see, like, what has he done? <laughs> what yeah. Man, this is real. God, because I, I see what you're saying with Scott Frost, man. I definitely understand that because, like, you've been over there, what, four or five years now, right? And... You've been laying eggs since you've been over there. So, and we was in a running, I know at one point, because I was, I was one of those two saying, hey, uh, let's get Scott Frost. Glad we dodged that bullet. Um, so, I, honestly, I want to go with Jimbo Fisher, but I believe with him signing number one class, he gets a, his pressure is mounting up, but it's not, that's a tough one, man. It's a lot of them. you said Jimbo, man. I think Jimbo probably laughs on that list, dog. I think, think just so? what he's yes, recruiting wise, like what he's doing over there. That's true. Uh, he beat Alabama last year. Mm -hmm. I mean, right now Jimbo is going. He's going up. He's That's not. True. I mean, unless he just lays an egg this year, which I don't think that they will do. I, I don't see him. I mean, <laughs> I honestly don't see him anywhere near. I think. Um, um, maybe James Franklin could do something to maybe uh, do something for Penn State to maybe like look at him and say, ah, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> but I think Jimbo, I don't care. I think really this year, even if he went like eight and five, they're still gonna keep him because oh, I believe that. But I, I, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with Jimbo just because, like you said, you're absolutely correct because. 
you know, he just signed that number one class. So I'm sure they definitely want to see what's going to happen, you know, the next year. But if he lays an egg or if he doesn't beat Alabama or get to the SEC championship this year, I really believe they are really going to be mounting the pressure on him. So I really think he actually has a little bit more pressure uh, because to me, I think – FSU, I think they're just happy with Mike Norvell. I think they just they're in, they're they're just at a point where they they are where they are. They're like, we just got to get through this point right now. Um, like you said, James Franklin, he should be, but I, they already just extended him, and I think gives uh, Sarkeesian still a little bit more time. So yeah, I'm going with Jimbo. I'm going with Jimbo Fisher. What to do, Q? Thanks for joining um, in on us. And I'll tell you this, Scott Frost, he's 15 and 29 overall <laughs> and 10 and 25. I mean, I just I don't I don't see how yeah. Like I said, I think Jimbo could le- lose all his games and still have a job before Scott Frost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how you doing, Q? That's uh, good. A B says Scott Frost and uh it's not, it's not close. close. Yep. Uh, Nathaniel says, Nathaniel Rogers, how you doing, buddy? Says, Mike, Mike Norville, uh-huh. and okay. then, yep, AB Mike Norville will be second, definitely. Baby, hey, baby, do <laughs> how you doing? Nathaniel says, The hiring of Napier and Mario is putting intense pressure on Florida State, yeah. Better go yeah. get Dion before it's too late, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, before y'all already burn that bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they already set it on fire. <laughs> they can do something to make it right, though. Yeah, they definitely could. Yeah, yeah. they can turn this all the way around. Yeah, <laughs> they can do something to make it right. But it's, but not, but it, but it's, a, it's, it's a moment of, you know, it'll pass and right. it'll be beyond that, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. Like I said, the bridge is already on fire, so. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> do you want to put some water on this thing or just – Look at it. <laughs> uh, so uh, my next topic, uh, what we have here, it's another one for Saturday Blitz. Five college teams that you would think that that will take a step back that were that started where they ended off on a good high note on last year. So here's our top five. We have number five, Ole Miss, that was 10 and three. Then we have Oklahoma State, that was 10 and two. We have Pitt, which was 11 and three. Then we have two Michigan, 12 and two. And we have number one, Cincinnati, 13 and one. Who do you all think will take the biggest step back? Huh. Interesting. All right. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So, the teams, we got Ole Miss, Oklahoma State, Pitt, Michigan, and Cincinnati. Yep. Correct. Um, yeah, this is a hard question because, you know, a few of these seems like Pitt, I don't really watch. Um, Oklahoma State, I'll tune in every once in a while. Cincinnati, I don't really watch um, until they play somebody pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to take a stab at it, um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ole Miss, um, and because they they've they've lost some pretty good talent on that team. That is, um, yeah. 
And if they can't, you know, get that same type of production, they have some they have some ballers on offense, some good playmakers with Matt Corral and yeah. um they lost a couple of receivers and running backs and all that. So um I, and then the conference they play in, they play in the toughest conference in the country in the western in the SEC. Right. The western right, side. Right. So uh-huh. yeah, I think I think I'll go with Ole Miss. Um you know, like I said, with Cincinnati, uh, I mean, it is what it is. It's like, it's like with the conference, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, I don't, they you know, I can see them going again, 13 to 1. Right. Um, but I see some, um, what do you think? Man, honestly, that was kind of a toss up for me, too, man, because I really was leaning with Ole Miss. Uh, but to be honest with you, I kind of was leaning with Michigan because, like, I still not even sold on Michigan. Like, I know they got there last year, but do we think that they can beat Ohio State next year? Like, it took them this long to do it. Can they be consistent in doing it? And I think, like, and like you said, it's it's almost kind of with the conference part, so they still kind of got an edge. Uh, But I believe they, they can be one step from just going right back to doing the same thing. So I think they have a... I'm going. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Michigan. I'm gonna go with Michigan. Yeah, um, and you know, Michigan—they're one of them teams that, that depending on based on how the, all the other teams are in that uh-huh. conference. Because I mean, even if they did lose to Iowa State, I mean, they still would be sitting pretty nice. So that's the only team that I question against them every year. I think they could beat everybody else on their schedule. They should beat everybody else. They on their should, schedule. but that's, they watch but, them um, consistently. <laughs> they... Well, but but I'm saying I think that this is a, I think this right here they got a little momentum, mm-hmm. um, and they've got a taste of what it is to play in uh, high level football and, and good teams. So I think that they probably. For me, I think they'll probably we'll see them still be a little successful, right? Um, even if they lost two games, I mean, <laughs> still would be a decent season for them because they obviously like Jim Harbaugh, right? <laughs> right, all right. Um, yeah, Pitt. Like I said, I don't really watch Pitt a ton. Um, Conference again, toss up. Yeah, yeah. I said that. I mean, all these teams, all of them, realistically. Take a step back. <laughs> Base, yeah. I mean, it's really a tough one, man. Any, any one of them. Yes, sir. And move on. Yes, sir. So, yeah, yeah, I'm with you, Q. Hardball is good. I, I, I mean, I like them, but I, I just think they just. Get, I, I don't get it, but hey, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a Michigan fan. But anyway, so <clears throat> excuse me. Um, up to the next topic. Uh, last topic. Is who will be the second best conference this year? So we already know who gonna be the dominant conference is the SEC. But who will be the second best conference? So we have the Pac-12, the Big Ten, ACC, Big 12, American uh conference, uh American, then we have Conference USA, Sun Belt, and Mountain West. Out of those conferences, who y'all think will be the best, second best conference? Hmm. 
You go ahead. Okay. Ah, man. Some dudes is out here. I'm going to have to go with, I'm gonna, honestly, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to go with the ACC, man. I think That's I'm going to go with choice. the ACC. That's um, a good choice. I, I don't know if the Pac, I just don't know what the Pac-12 going to be able to do. The Big the Big Ten, I don't know if they just, I don't know what's going on over there, man. And the rest of I just feel like ACC, the ACC is just has a little bit more. And I think they got uh, a few more hires. And then especially from last year, they have a kind of better trajectory uh, than any other conference at this point. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> this this one's a tough one because I think there's like and you can even see right now you just said ACC. AB says Big 12. Gator D says Big 10. Yeah, I can see so, it. And I think all of them are right. <laughs> could be. Um, and I honestly think I'm going with the pack. I'm sorry. Um, I'm going with the ACC as well. That's who I think will be the second best conference um, because of uh, they, they had some teams with some good momentum last year. Right, Wake right. and Pitt and even Clemson, as bad as they were, bad, yeah. And then we, got some new momentum over with Miami, so we'll see what they do. Right, right. And um, maybe and then, North Carolina. I mean, we know. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. So can they turn it around? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I. And then over in the Big Twelve, then you got teams like Baylor, Oklahoma right, State, State, Texas, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Um, you know, see what they do, and then obviously Big Ten, you got Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, State. Maryland, uh, those type of teams. So, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, I think those conferences you could put those teams up against, um, you know, each other, and I think it would be a it would be a draw. Like each conference would probably win a game, you know. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pac-12, I just – I'm still a little shaky with them, man. I know they got, like, the two hires, but they just been down for, like, so long over there. So I don't know what what to – you know, what we're going to really expect, expect out, out of them. Yeah, I think that they got one of the best chances with the schedule that some of these guys are going to have. Um viewed, you know, with uh, Crystal Ball leaving and then Lincoln Riley's new – um, you know, and then you got uh Herm out there who knows what's going on, Chip Kelly. Uh <laughs> so you got you got a, you got some big names in that conference. Yeah, but big names that uh, seem like not doing too much though. Well I mean, it, and I, go ahead. I I was I would say that I think they went the teams that they went to wasn't doing much in when before they got there either. <laughs> that's true. So I think that those that conference there is playing like a long game to see like it's just like we're gonna see what's going like like Chip Kelly for example right, right. there's no way he should still be the ghost there but I think okay. they just like I mean <laughs> who are we gonna get <laughs> like yeah I mean but then you go name off the like your top teams at least just naming those like in the Big Ten the ACC Big Twelve we could at least we was rattling off at least four teams out of them right maybe five. 
Pac-12, you just go ahead and name me. Name me who you think just top teams in the Pac-12. Well, I think USC is going to be a top team in the country. Okay. Um, I can even see Oregon still putting up, you know, putting up some stats there. Um, and out of those two teams, I'm, I'm missing is uh, you could probably say BYU Utah? or is Utah. Utah in the yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, Utah. Yep. Utah. But see, like that, it's like theirs is just a little bit like they're. They just don't have like the top teams. I mean, like you said, it's just the USC. But hey, um, Pac-12, step it up. That's all I can say. Yeah, they got some work <laughs> to do. They definitely not, not the Pac Pac-12, but oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, like I said, I think they got one team who really is going to be the end. I'll be on this USC. Um, I think USC is just going to be. That team that yeah, <laughs> and and if they win out in the Pac-12, they're gonna be in the playoffs. It just yeah. is what it is. <laughs> I think they'll be the Clemson of the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. They should be with them yeah. teams over there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And uh, and that will wrap it up for Juice's News. Thank y'all for tuning in, and what we will do next Wednesday. 8.15 Central Time, 9.15 Eastern Standard Time. I'll be back. <laughs> so I tell you. <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. Good stuff, Juice. Good stuff. Bring you back to the office, man. All right, Get man. you out yeah. that country-ass town. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. All right, sir. Let's go to the chat here. Um, AB says ACC is third. Q says Big Ten. AB says Florida State is bringing them down. Yeah, they holding them back. <laughs> I'll tell you. Follow the quarterbacks, Nathaniel says. Sure, yeah. Q says facts, Nathaniel. Uh-huh. Q says Oregon and Utah. That's it. And... Um, Let's see. You didn't mention the Deion Sanders comments. Only twenty-two teams showed up on their campus. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he was definitely a uh, big upset about that. Another pro day. Yeah, that is something. Like y'all coming to everybody else school, but then too many show up at JSU. Somebody, low key, y'all trying to send some messages around this thing or what? Like, don't. Don't flip the script on you. They don't like that. I, I don't know. I, I ain't gonna get in this politics, but yeah, it's, it's, I tell you what, water look mighty muddy, but uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, prime time, boy. He gonna he always yeah. got something to say. It don't yeah. matter if it's you you sneeze, he gonna say something about it. <laughs> uh-huh. Let you know now. If you mm-hmm. see something wrong, we gonna let you know. So hey, mm-hmm. he's definitely uh. Energetic person, I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, Juice. Um, so you know, I had one of our segments that we're gonna show some some footage from the uh spring practice that Mr. Donovan Kaiser had taken, and um, yeah, it didn't work out like I planned on it working, but. <laughs> 
I think I have uh, a button here. Okay. Well, it, it, was, it was doing my computer and software and stuff was doing some weird stuff. So I kind of had to scrap the plan at the last minute. So what I'm what we're going to do. So tonight we want to do our first live show. So what we want to do is invite any one of you guys onto the show right now to join us. Turn your cameras on, put your put your earbuds in, whatever you got. <laughs> and um we because what we want to do is talk about uh the Florida Gators 2022 schedule breakdown. And that's why we're here tonight, right? So we want you guys to actually call in, and uh, this is how you can do it. So I'm going to drop um, where you guys can either DM us um, on any one of these social media platforms. So all right. And actually, what I'm going to do here. Oh, there we go. All right. Juice, did you get a chance to watch Billy's press conference while we're waiting on this? Man, you know what? Um, I didn't get a chance to get get to everything. That was the bad part. What are you I doing, know boy? I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Yeah, man, I had some stuff that came up, so I didn't even get a chance to really catch them. Okay. Oh, but you know, I'm gonna okay. dive into this because I'm looking for, I'm looking for key things out of here. So what? Uh, what is? I did. I did hear. Well, one thing I did um, saw that came up across mine was that um, we have a tight end. <laughs> <clears throat> that might be a career-ending injury. Is is that uh, any truth to that? Yeah. So, uh, real quick before we get into that, and uh, I definitely want want the kid to be okay. Whatever's going on. And uh, but like I said, you guys can join us. Just DM us on Twitter. You can DM us on um, uh, Instagram if you guys want to join the show. Uh, if you guys don't use either one of those, you guys can um, send us. Let me know and I'll put the link in the chat for you as well. Um, and that way you guys can join. And you know what? Actually, why not? Let me just put it in the chat anyways. You guys can join us that way. The good thing about this, even if I put it in the chat here, I can see you before you yeah. join. Oh. Yep. So there's there's a link in the chat. We're gonna cover the schedule breakdown, and we just really wanted to kind of go over this schedule to uh, see maybe where the bumps in the rows are. What uh, where's Florida able to get some momentum? Do we think that? Um, uh, do we think that Florida has the ability to beat some teams that they might be the underdog with? So we invite you guys to join us. So we'll give it a few seconds here and wait. 
for you guys. One of y'all to pop in here. I know one of y'all <laughs> want to do it. You don't even got to turn your camera on. Just hop in. We can hear your voice. And uh, have let's have a conversation. Okay, dude. Wilcox. Yep, Gage Wilcox. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. Gage Wilcox. Yeah, that's that's not good in a in a uh, thin room that we already got right now. So yeah, this is not. I feel like you said, and it does. It says, yeah, it says potential. So, uh, you know, yeah, okay. but I can tell you, he won't be ready. He, I can tell you one thing: he won't be here for game one. So no, no, but so, I'm just saying he wasn't yeah. gonna play game one probably anyway. So right, but to just um, know that how thin you already, <clears throat> excuse me, are at that position. That that freaking sucks. Yeah, it was. Uh, we already covered over. We went over offense and tight ends was one of the rooms that we all had concerns about. <laughs> right. Um, mm hmm. We're gonna have to hit that portal. I don't even know what's. Um, let me even. Let me just check and see what's in there. Is there even a tight end in it? Oh well. I seen um, which he was a former five star tight end from um, Texas A and M. He's he's supposed to be out there, but hey, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Okay, hold on. We got someone in here. Q. Let's add Q to the stream here. Q. What's up? What's up? What's good? <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing, brother? <laughs> I'm straight, man. I'm straight. How y'all doing tonight? Shoot, man. We chilling, brother. Chilling. That's what's up. We appreciate you joining us, yes, man. Sir. We appreciate you coming to the show every week, brother. We appreciate you holding it down for us. <laughs> oh, no problem. No problem. So yeah, man. What you, you drinking on tonight? What you drinking on tonight? Hey, alkaline water. Alkaline, alkaline water. water. Okay, okay. Hey, Q said had he had to have a tame night, huh? You're right. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Back a little bit tonight. <laughs> so, so what we do? Let's let's have a conversation. I'm gonna put this up on the screen. I know you guys can see this. Uh, you can see it on your side, Q. Yeah. All right. So. Just basically, we're going to go through 2022 schedule just to see. Uh, it's not really – you can you can give us your prediction if you want, but it's not really a prediction at this moment because we don't have plenty of time for that, right? Once we see – once we see, see – spring know, practice. All, yeah, we already got injuries yeah. going on. <laughs> so right. we don't know what could happen. But I just wanted to have a conversation to see where Florida might can have some success in this schedule, where they might be an underdog or – Maybe where they will catch, where you think maybe they can catch some momentum because it is Billy Neighbors' first year, right? And we know that first year head coaches sometimes you might struggle a little bit against right. teams that you shouldn't struggle against because you're still kind of learning who you have personnel wise. Yeah. Uh, so what I want to do, Juice and Q, I want to get y'all's opinions just on the schedule in general. And we kind of did this on one of our shows before, but what do y'all think just by looking at the schedule? How do you feel about it? You the man of the hour. Let's go. Um, I see eight and four. Eight and four. Eight yep. and four. Okay. And uh, Q, I'm gonna definitely 
<laughs> I am right there with you on that side. Uh, I just think that, uh, you know, and, and we'll get into it too. But yeah, I, I'm right there with you. Very close to that eight and four mark for me. And that's like pushing it. <laughs> yeah. I see eight and four to shock the world, nine and three. Mm-hmm. Just to shock the world. But yeah, I see like yeah. eight, eight and four. Okay. And then if you throw in the bowl game, then you uh-huh. could probably say about, you know, what, eight, what, I say nine, well, that'd be nine and, that'd be, they went, yeah, that'd be what, nine and four? Four. Yeah, 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 nine yeah. and four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And which would be a solid year for a first-year head coach at Florida with what he was, what he has to work with, right? Correct. Um, so, I think that just starting off. Oh, Juice, my bad. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. What are, you, what are your initial thoughts? Because y'all yeah, are saying the same thing um, that I'm thinking. Uh, but what would be y'all worst case scenario? What do y'all think would be if it's just bad? Last year. Because honestly, man, I'm looking at the schedule. I see some good points, but then I can see where it can just go bad. You know, I mean, hey, it's not like this is just like a easy schedule, man. AB, what are we talking? AB, AB says uh, ten and two ten. at minimum. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, no. let, let me yeah. let me recheck the schedule. Hey, you drinking Sprite over there? What you drinking? <laughs> he drink he drink his syrup. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I need some of that. No. Oh man, Q said he double. Oh, no. Q says he double up over there. <laughs> double up. <laughs> I mean, now Stop don't get screwed. it twisted. I can Three see that mafia style. Ten and two. <laughs> hey, uh, DJ Screw Paul Wall. <laughs> I'm going Houston Tech. Yeah, I'm going uh, deep. Yeah. This is chopping screw right there. That, um, you know what? I, I, 10 and 2, man, that's just amazing. I mean, that. And, but you see this schedule? I don't even know, man. Because just in the meat of it, like starting from that Missouri game, it's. That's what I think. I want to see what we're going to do between there. How is that? Because starting from Missouri all the way to um, to that South Carolina game, we got a tough road. Well, we got- this, is what I, this is what I want to get into, though, kind of what you're talking about, is do y'all see – so I want to talk about real quick. Do y'all think that Florida I, – I think for me, the schedule, when I look at it, that the momentum will be set – at the beginning of the season, these first two games, first four games, actually. Cause I think if you don't win those games, if you, if you struggle with those teams, then the schedule only gets Worse. tougher from there. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> true, right. True. And, and, and I think though, I'll tell you this, if Florida does come out and they, they beat Utah, Kentucky, Tennessee, I do think that they will have. That's not the first. Kentucky's not the first four. Yeah, Utah, Utah, Kentucky. No, it's not. Look at the schedule. Look at it. 
Oh, I'm tripping. My bad. <laughs> no, no, it is. It is. It goes. It goes from left to right. My bad. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, okay. My okay, bad. Right. I was gonna say, right. you boy, you got me over. Let me. I oh, was looking my at my cup, I was boy. looking at it down. I was, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, down. See what he's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah he's looking yeah. straight. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I had to look at my cup, boy. Gotcha. Oh, my bad. I'm so mad. It's, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> but yeah, it goes left to right, and so you got. And I'll read it all because we do have audio only listeners who can't see this, and they listen to our podcast, so. Uh, so September 3rd, it goes Utah, uh, Florida, uh, in Gainesville. Uh, you got Kentucky, uh, in Florida, September 10th. Uh, you, uh, you, um, South Florida versus Florida, September 17th. Florida versus Tennessee, September 24th. Eastern Washington versus Florida. Missouri versus Florida, October 8th. LSU is October 15th. Uh, Florida versus Georgia, October 29th. Florida, Texas A&M. Man, that schedule, that road right there, we'll talk about that. But uh, <laughs> uh, Florida versus Texas A&M, November 5th. South Carolina, November 12th. Uh, Florida, Vandy, November 19th. And Florida, Florida State to end the season, November 25th. So I want to start off, like I said, what do y'all think about the momentum at the beginning of the season? Do y'all think that even if Florida does drop a couple of those games, can they still turn it around? Or do y'all think the momentum will be everything? I'm the going with momentum. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, um, you're at home, especially those – just look at it. The, especially your first four games are at home. So, mm-hmm. if you don't do anything – if you can't even win at home, I do you really think you're going to – expect to win on the road I mean it can happen but do you really so and that's going to be you. your first two games are going to be a tough test so you starting off the gate being tested so and I I mean even if you win by one that's cool you know um, those games but you just you got to win you need to come off winning because if you don't it's going to be a bad season like even if you go two and two i i'm gonna tell you now i'm gonna start being scared of, of that tennessee game i'm gonna tell you now we i'm scared of the, of the um kentucky game <laughs> yeah my opinion like that game is gonna tell me everything i need to know yeah can we blow them off the ball like offensive like can we it's a line of scrimmage game so that that game is gonna tell me can we get push on both sides of, of scrimmage on the defense and the offensive line? Like, and if we can't, yeah, we are screwed. Yeah, good observation. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. You have to. And I know on that. that that's one thing that we know Florida has struggled with over the last what five, six, seven, eight years um, with offensive line, defensive line, and then we know that Kentucky has just gotten better and better and better on offensive line and defensive line, right? Mm-hmm. So like Q says, that game, they're going to come. That's one of those teams. They're they're just going to want to come and try to hold the ball. That's what uh, Stoops' game plan is going to be. Is going. We're going to try to Hey, we did it. We, you know, we did it last year. We're going to try to run these boys over, set the tone, and right. um, yeah, that'll be a definitely a good game to see where Florida is uh, physically wise because 
Uh, that's what we've been beat up the last few years, right? We just haven't been physical enough. Yeah, and right. um, I think that Utah game, the first game, and we all know, this is why I say, I think that game might be one of the most important games because of this. I know that Florida fans are going to be, because right now, Florida fans just in general, the optimism is there for Billy Napier, right? Would right. y'all agree? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So what's going to happen? This game is in the swamp. This game is going to be packed. It's going to, is because there's, there's this new uh, rejuvenated energy, and everybody's going to want to see this. And I think, you know, Florida fans, we're, we're kind of like, we're going to give you one shot. We're kind of like, you know, Eminem, <laughs> going to give you one shot. Do not yeah. miss your chance to blow. Because I'm telling you, Florida fans, they will turn. And I know not all Florida fans is like this, right? But I am saying a lot of them are. If you don't do what you need to do and and it's it like just it's just not it don't look right or the offense ain't humming and you lose on it, it just it, you can lose the Florida fan base and when you lose that it's hard to get them back, right? Would y'all agree? Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think that Utah game, it being at home, and it's a team. Utah is one of those teams where, like, when you just hear their name, Utah, you're like, we should blow them out. Like, I'm just – that's my opinion. That's <laughs> like, what, yes, that's what you think, right? And I'm yep. hoping that we should. We should, and I'm hoping that we will, but first-year head coach. Yeah. Utah is one of those type of teams that they don't get – they don't start out hot in the beginning, though. They start mm-hmm. rolling, like, mid-season late season yeah but we're catching yeah. them out the gate so that's a good thing maybe and a good we thing. Home, so yeah and i think they are utah they with too, one of those right? teams they, they, they probably they will, will be, be. yeah, <laughs> yeah. because mistaken, yeah they're one of those teams too they actually had um quite a bit of young players last year that and they did really well so they're bringing back a lot of returning talent, talent that yes. is young so yeah. that'll be interesting to see how they transition over to this year because that you know you can't look at every year they they played well last year but that don't mean it's going to transition to this year right yeah. uh but like i said when you see these teams who normally like a utah um those teams they normally do well every like few years because they get really talented older players right and so na- last year they was actually young i thought they was actually when I went back and looked at the team, they was actually, like I said, they was pretty young for a team. I thought they was just playing that good because they had a lot of seniors on the team. Well, that was not the case. So they're going to be bringing back a lot of that time that they had last year. So like I said, it'll be interesting to see a team that has the same head coach and has the same, you know, players together, that same core. Right. right. You know, uh, yeah, it could be, it'd be a test, man. And I know I'm harping on Utah a lot here. Boy, like it's the I said, first game because it's going. It's it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but to me, that's just my opinion. That Kentucky game, to me in my eyes, is going to determine our season right out the gate. I'm yes. not worried about Utah. That Kentucky game, that's a team that's in your conference that studies you, that knows right. you, inside uh, and out. There is not going to be no tricks, no nothing like. Yeah, right. yeah, that's it. Yeah, if you can't blow Kentucky off the ball on both lines of scrimmage, then it's gonna be a long season. 
yeah. And that's one of them Long teams season. too, Q. Like you're saying, it's the same thing with Utah to me. When we say Kentucky, I expect as a Florida fan to beat their ass. Yep. <laughs> like that's a, exactly. And so when you go out and struggle or play them and it's just agonizing game the whole way through, it just hurts my brain, man. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, like you're saying, Q, I, I agree with you. You got to – I mean, especially with them, you know, what they – You can say the twice same thing. Yeah, you can say the same thing about Missouri. Agreed. Since they came in the conference, they've been kicking our ass. Yes. yes. Since they came like, in, and it shouldn't be five? like that. Yes. Missouri it's has – they came in with I'm, Michael Sams, beat us up. Mm-hmm. Beat us up I'm, with uh, – what was their quarterback name? Drew Locke. Uh, Drew Locke, man. Oh, yeah. My God. They've been beating yeah, us yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Tyler Beatty was a <laughs> – See, that's the reason why I say that's when that, – that's – Right there is when the schedule starts to get hard because with Missouri, man, even when they don't, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't beat us. They do. So that's that. Like you said, Missouri, that's going to be that. You know what? Like you said, that's going to, and that's going to tell us how we're going to, I think that's going to tell us too, how we're going to be able to handle that other, the real meat of the schedule. Because if we, if we blow Missouri out, I think that gives us a good momentum going into L- LSU. LSU at home. That's what I thought. And also to Drew, so, yeah, yeah, Tennessee is in Knoxville. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that game. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's gonna be real <laughs> tough there. But you know what? I tell you what. Josh Hype will get him a quarterback. Mm-mm. Watch the <laughs> hell out. I, I was telling Tim that uh, last year, I like if, like, out of the last few coaching hires that Tennessee had, I think he has been the best one. He had, and like, he, like you said, he give him the right pieces. He can, I think he can bring Tennessee back. I think he would be the guy to bring Tennessee back. And, man, so that too. tempo, that tempo they play with is yeah. freaking crazy, man. They play with, they, they, they just, they just run a lot of plays, dude. <laughs> a hey, lot and of they, plays. And they got the quarterback. They just um what that uh, that quarterback commit they got uh yeah, recently. I saw it. So that's I saw it. yeah, this might I but, threw my phone when I saw <laughs> man, and that's the thing, man. When you go, you go fire coaches, and you, go you get gotta a hire a new one. <laughs> when you go fire coaches, man, that's like it's a pro and con to yeah. it. You get that new revised energy, but you give the other guy an advantage now as well, because now he yeah. is showing. Hey, I'm here still, and look what I put on the field last year. You know we're gonna play good offense. That's one thing that you're going to that we're gonna do. And so now it's like Billy with what he's doing. He has to play not only to try to get Florida's roster right, but he has to show people that I'm better than Josh Heupel. Yeah, I'm better than Kirby Smart. I'm better than uh, Jimbo. I'm better than Nick. Because you know we talk a lot. On here about in the off season, but it still got to go. You got to go play these games on the field. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I think that kind of leads me to my segue of the schedule as well. 
in the, the what do y'all think that that the toughest road is in the schedule? I think we probably all will agree with this, but <laughs> what do y'all think the toughest stretch is? Oh, I, man, like I said, you already man, know. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I mean, October. Yes, sir. This <laughs> period. Isn't October all the way until November 5th. And until that Texas A&M game, it's, it's a. Yeah. Now, nah, nah, okay. I want. Okay, so that's one, two, three, four. That's four games. <clears throat> What do y'all think we coming out as? In October, me, I smooth. Out of them four, we got four games. How do y'all feel? Now, I'm going to go ahead and read these four games off to y'all. So we got October 8th, that's Missouri at home. Um, then we have LSU October 15th at home. Then, you know, we have uh, the world's largest cocktail party, Georgia, October 29th. And then November 5th. Uh, at co- man, this one's in at College Station. <laughs> man, <laughs> well, we talking about October right now. October, I say one, two. Mm. Man, my God, I say honestly. The Missouri game. We could home, right? come out three and one, but I'm gonna say probably two and two. That's it. Yeah, we could possibly come out three and one. Could, yeah, because LSU's got a new LSU. coach too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we yeah. we should have beat LSU last year. The year before it, that, yeah. We all know. We all know what the reasons mm-hmm. why what happened. It's always a good game. It's always a good yeah. game. It's been the last few years it has been. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But for some, yeah, I could say three and one, but my gut, I'm going to say two and two. And the two I say is Georgia loss and Missouri. So for some, for some reason, Missouri just has our damn number. Yeah. I don't know why, but they do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you, except I'm, I'm going to go with LSU in Georgia. Um, I think that's in October where I would potentially see those two losses. Um, and I think if you lose those two games, it could bleed over to the beginning of November for that turkey time. So Now in November, my honest opinion is, I could probably see one loss in November. Me too. Me it too. should. It, it honestly, technically, I, now this is just me personally. There should be no losses in November. Well, well, no, I'm lying. yeah, one. Well, yeah, it should be none. But should yeah, it is one. I'm sorry because I'm. I yeah, had I'm Texas about to say. In the, I'm about to say. Do you I, see? Yeah, do you the see very that first game? one in November. My, my bad. Yep. My bad. <laughs> yeah, and if it was in the swamp, I would agree with you. Maybe you got a chance. But yeah, man. No. Boy, you know how they get up there testing them, boy. It don't matter if it's <laughs> in the swamp or not. Jimbo fish <laughs> right. right? No, exactly. <laughs> and so that's another and like I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Like, I can I don't even wanna say this, yo. But like I can see us coming out one and three. Or on a bad note, it'll be oh and four. Because in like, November? That's, that's, I, 
No, this is October. No, oh, I'm about to say, oh, I'm about to say, no, no, not crazy. No, this is October because I'm just looking, just no, yeah, I agree. Because with Missouri, like you said, they for some odd reason, I don't know what happens with that game, it's weird. That game it's is just weird, though. It's just a weird game. So <laughs> 12 I, o'clock. We always play right. like that. Yep. yep. <laughs> they play weird. It's just, so I don't never know. The LSU, we should, like you said, the last few years, we should have been, should have won those games. So, again, it's one of those, it's a toss-up. Georgia, we just, look, right now <laughs> they're the team to beat. We, we're chasing behind them. To be the man, you got to beat, the, beat man. the man. So, <laughs> right. yes, and then, you know, Texas, and again, with the same thing, almost the same thing, what we said against Missouri and LSU, I can say the same thing about Texas and Because of what you, what you just said, Q, Jimbo Fisher. It's, they just had a number. So, worst case scenario, it could be a 0 4. But I don't fear LSU, though. For some reason, I I don't fear LSU. I just don't. Like everybody's counting, all I'm saying we're gonna lose LSU all the map. I just don't. I don't see it. Like I don't know. I feel like we can beat them. I think you. I think we can beat them. But I. The only reason why I say this is what I tell you about LSU is even with they still they still they just. They got talent over there, even yeah. with the departures and all that. And I, and I say Florida has talent, but I think LSU, though, does have a little talent and depth. And that's where in the SEC where you started to see um, – that's where you started to see teams separate themselves because every yeah, team true. in the SEC got talent. Because you can true. see there's years Vanderbilt got a damn running back just running over every damn body. <laughs> right, or right. receiver or quarterback just launching it or a defensive player. I mean, they literally every year Vanderbilt has one player that is mm-hmm. phenomenal, or True. a couple players that's phenomenal. <laughs> like you said, yeah, got talent. Mm-hmm. The problem with Vanderbilt is once you get to the third quarter, they got the <laughs> like, coaches out. They got the coaches out there shooting up. True, because <laughs> that depth so, kicked in, and yeah, that depth yeah. kicked in, and the talent and, uh, you can see level. Derek is- Mason, y'all remember that year? Derek Mason, that man had he had uh, Notre Dame on the ropes. He played Alabama very good yeah, in the first year. Oh, like, yeah, quarter. I remember that. Yeah, he, he played Florida good, I think, that year. Yeah, it was just man, like he, a lot of a lot of teams that they played where it was like, man, Fandy's looking good, and then you turn the game on in the third quarter, you're like, damn! So, yeah, I just think Florida, we have it, – it, it is not – it was before Billy got here. We just struggling with this the last couple of years. Right. And you could. Yeah. I always tell people this is when. This ain't I'm, on Billy. I'm not. Well, I'm I mean, not it saying. Is I'm, Billy, baby. Well, I'm saying no. It, I'm about to say it is on him. He's yeah, yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. Whenever well, he Kyrie Campbell, right? He did, but that only gets you until the see the games actually played. That's your excuse until right, the game's right. played. Because <laughs> for real, like that's why I say, yeah, like, like you said, yes, he inherited a mess. But once, but you the coach now, so I can I'm I'm gonna leave Listen. it to the old staff up until let's see, uh, it starts September third. <laughs> so, yeah. It's just like it's just like the presidency, right? Right, it's right. Just like you could the, the the last president he go drop a nuke on somebody and 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 destroy the half the earth. Guess who they gonna blame when a new president come in? 
Yeah, this is you. Yeah. This is you. You need to fix our Right, right. Yeah. But I'm saying my thing too is um I think that now I lost my damn train of thought while I was talking about. But um yeah, big soft stuff here. I had to go cut right back. You were just saying that um you have to we can't blame the old staff pretty much for well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually saying, so whenever Kyrie Campbell, and I'm not saying he was a bad player or a good player, like he was he was decent for us, mm-hmm. but I'm saying whenever he goes down and he literally changes the defensive line for us, like he he literally changed our team, right? Yeah. And he's not he's not yeah. an elite player, right? It just is what it is. Yep. He yep. wasn't an elite player. But when a guy like that goes down and now your whole team is in disarray, you move in people where they not playing and all that. Yeah. That's how you know you ain't got no depth. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It, it same thing what happened yeah. to Ventrell. Same oh, exactly. Thing. Same thing. <laughs> same exact thing so with like, Ventrell Miller. Yep. And uh-huh. you know, and like we saying with Ventrell, he I think he is a good player, but he not an elite guy. No. Uh no. right now, he might put he might can get better and maybe put some elite footage on, but I'm saying Ventura Miller shouldn't have changed where your team can't let like let their damn op- opposing running back just run counters the whole goddamn right. game. <laughs> like yeah. that's literally what they did is just countered us to death. Yeah. And Ventrell, like you said, it was that was the issue. That was the whole issue. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you had Ventrell Miller in there, I think that a lot of them runs would be getting shut down. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say that because. It's Todd scheme too. Yeah, that's good. Well, he's not putting the players in a position in, to no, succeed. Like Amari Bernie, sorry ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like, yeah, it's really all about numbers oh, God, more than God. the players. Yeah. yeah, he literally would have. You can see the mismatch. You linebackers can't get on the blocks. <laughs> man. And, started, man. And then, like you said, <laughs> we t- which we talked about, Tim, like you said, he'll sit here and have this man running 10 yards across the field. Right. You know, for no reason. Why? Yep. Listen, so you got like Brennan you know, you got Cox out tired. there trying to guard uh, Mechie. Why? Exactly. <laughs> Why is he dropping back in coverage to, to guard John Mechie? Like, exactly. come on, Don't bro. Didn't have a <laughs> like, corner what are we doing? so far back. And, yeah, yeah, all right. Lord. And that, then instead of like it, when you in zone coverage, cross like uh, it's just so many things, man. Yeah, you, that was just they're not passing off the corners and safeties, they're not passing off their put their assignments right to each other. Like yeah, it was just especially like, in bunch and bunch formation, the other team in bunch formations and all communication. It was just a oh, just God. terrible. Mess. Here we go with Mess. the trauma, ladies and gentlemen. It's trauma. It's trauma. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, so real quick, before we move on with the schedule, uh, I do want to thank everybody for coming on and listening to us tonight. Uh, we remind you, you can follow us over on TikTok, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Talking Sauce. Um, also hit us up at TalkingSauce.com where you can help support the channel. We got our merch. We got championship collection and our Big Sauce collection. We got mugs and glasses. You guys can decide what you want. We got nice t-shirts. Uh, so hit us up at talkingsauce.com. Got some nice merch for you guys. Hey man, hit the like button, man. Hey, don't yes. cost you nothing, man. It's free. Just hit that like free. button. Hey, he says, we slap know that subscribe button. 
Yeah, Come on, man. We just yeah. trying to get to a thousand. Look, we just cup. Look, man. We just a couple. <laughs> That's, all. That's all. I just need a few more, few more but, slaps on yeah. that subscribe, <laughs> and then hey, we gonna be there. So we just need your help. Man, I'm scared. I just don't want us to get any more injuries, man. Oh, this that, spring, man. this spring, like we need, we need a spring game open for the public, man. And, and oh, we can't do it? that no more. We cannot do that anymore. That whole no spring game, that is garbage. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I don't want to. Oh God, I cannot stand that. You get the what? Because I'm like, I'm a college football fan, so I like to watch mm-hmm. other people's spring games and stuff. I'm sitting there watching everybody else spring game, and then Florida don't got spring. I'm like, dude, what am what is going on here? Yeah, I, I don't want to go through. That, that. is annoying. <laughs> but um, yeah, do y'all got anything else about the schedule? I think, like I said, um, I'll put it back on the screen one more time for everybody. We we didn't develop we we didn't establish that we got to set the momentum. We know October's yeah. gonna be tough, and yeah. we got to start November off right. <laughs> basically. Uh, so three parts to the schedule basically <laughs> right yeah. it is basically yep. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a three-part schedule uh and billy and like i said you know optimism is up but billy does have his work cut out with him with what's going on with florida's roster in general before he even got there but like i said once the games are played on the field it's billy's problem now yeah. Oh, oh and, and one more thing about the schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me, I want to see also, can it will Billy and staff make adjustments? Oh, um, yeah. How the game go, like how the game is going during yes. the game, halftime, and all that. Yes. Yes. I, that, that, yeah. That's what I want to see. Can, man, that's one thing. That? Yeah. No, Q, you hit it. That's for me. Thank you. That's the biggest thing that I need to see because everybody needs to be just even need to see this. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and two, even just with your QB situation right now, because we all know that AR has had injuries the last few years at Florida, yeah. right? Right. So mm-hmm. if he happens to get injured again, your QB situation is going to change with who right. you have backing him up. It just is what it is. Yeah. So now you're going to have to be able to change on that dime. And I know this is what you prepare for, but preparing and being ready is two different things, right? Yeah, <laughs> you true. can prepare for a lot of stuff, but until it hits you, you don't know how you're going to react to the lot of bullets, right? True, true. So, um, I, yeah, Q, perfect. You, like, I need to be able to see when a team just runs counter, can the defense adjust when a team is – you know, talented QB mm-hmm. slant you to death. Can you adjust? Um, if AR is not passing well, what kind of plays are you going to drop to get him comfortable in, in easy situations? Uh, mm-hmm. How are we going to get these wide receivers down the field? How are we going to address the slot situation? Because I think the slot situation is in trouble. Um, yeah. More than just a tight end. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We got, we got yeah. some issues, and you would, and honestly, you would think like, oh, because of Dan Mullen being an offensive minded coach, that you would think that these are probably some areas that we wouldn't actually be a little thin at, huh? I know, right? Yeah. Um, but, but like we talked about with that, like I said, 
he lost the whole damn class. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. With, with with basically all the people who didn't come to Florida. Never just, never, never, yep. field, <laughs> just period. And it was for all different reasons, but it, yep. we 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 charted it as like 21 to 25 well, dudes. 24, that, but yeah. Thank yeah, you. like that literally never in all for all different reasons. Either they did come to Florida, but they didn't never play and they left, or they had health yeah. injuries, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. That right there alone, if you in the SEC, any team that lose 25 dudes, class. man, dude, you're in trouble. You couldn't recruit yep. a whole year. Yep. You couldn't recruit a whole year. So yep. you already know that you probably already had depth issues. All right, yep. Is that going to help? <laughs> no, not exactly. at all. Well, Billy yeah. on his press conference said he touched on it today in the press conference. See, like, oh, oh, he did it. Yeah, he touched on it a little bit today. And then he was saying something about like um slightly uh don't really don't have the depth at linebacker also. That's, oh, wow. that. So That's it's like not, Yeah, he touched on it a little bit today. It was like an eighteen minute like press call eighteen minutes or yep. some change. Okay. A little later in the day, press conference he had. Normally it's a little bit like in the afternoon. It has like a five thirty or something or six thirty or something like that. Yeah, somewhere yeah. right there. But yeah, he's man. He he he's okay. got his he's got his work. He got his work cut out for him, man. For real. And I'm gonna tell you just for real. Well, you look at this roster, and and it's really because if he was in any other conference, maybe in the country, Billy, I think would be okay. But you're in the conference that dude, you got dudes in this conference, bro. Yep. You got you got right. the goat in this conference, bro. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and it's not getting it's not getting any easier with and I know people with LSU with Brian Kelly, it's kind of like we don't know. But I'm gonna tell you, I mean, if, if we better hope he doesn't do good over there. Because it's only gonna make our problems harder. Yeah, because I wanna so I want to ask y'all because it just came up to me mm-hmm. because you said you you said something about AR like because he we do know him to be to get injured yeah if he were to get injured how do you think the season will go do you think how just how would you feel then if just say he just happens to get injured somewhere in the beginning of the season or something. I think the whole your whole offensive game plan, whatever you have with AR, you're going to have to flush it and just start from scratch with offensive game plan, work with that quarterback strength, whoever it might be, whether it be Carlos Del Rio, whether it be um, uh, Kitna, Jack Miller, yeah, Jack Miller, Jack, uh, mm-hmm. Kitna, mm-hmm. like you have to really, really like. What did you say, Kia Jack? You said you said Jack Anders, right? No, <laughs> no. I mean, uh, <laughs> crap. Uh, I said. Oh, he's like the the walk on dude. I think Jack Anders. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Like, but you nah, have to <laughs> speed up the process. Far as this is my opinion, far as practices, like practice, you're gonna have to throw everything at them so quickly at, at these quarterbacks and find out what their strengths yeah. are, what their weaknesses are, and try to work on their on their weaknesses and and at practice. Like you're gonna have to really like throw 
a lot of them, like a kitchen sink at them. Coverages, what kind of like, what can they handle? What they can't handle? Can he, can he, you know, say all of us switch to it? Can he communicate with the offensive line and everybody else? Like, right, the protection, slide the protections. This and that. You're gonna have to throw the kitchen sink at them, at these quarterbacks to find mm-hmm. out what their strong parts are, what their weak part things are. You're gonna have to look at old film of their past in the high school because Kitten never touched the field. Carlos mm-hmm. Dereal never touched the college football field, so you're gonna mm-hmm. have to look at the old high school film. What their str- you're gonna have to look at yeah, everything. You gonna have to. Just- I, I told Juice this too, uh, Q. I think that. Um, I do think with Kitna and Del Rio, the one thing that I am um, like positive about is that they did get to uh, play with Florida when Kyle Trash was there, right? Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's when Dan Mullen was actually trying <laughs> and yeah. he didn't quit on the team. So I do think they did get one year. Of actual development. Now, last year you could throw that shit out the window. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, you let that one go. <laughs> yeah, he literally he quit on them. And but yeah. I think the oh, year yeah. before that, I think that they did get. And as much as we don't like that money, we like we said. I know one thing: if you was just your QB coach, you would probably be happy, right? And that's all he had to do. Right. Um, but I think that Del Rio and Kitna. Um, and I don't, I, I think more for me, I like Del Rio more. I think he probably would be the next in line if, if it really came down to it. And this is just my opinion. I'm not, I don't know I nothing agree. about nothing. Um, <laughs> but I just think the kid, you know, from what I seen him do in high school, the elite eight, uh, and even just watching these highlights of him, um, I think that he has the ability to be a uh uh I don't I'm not gonna say great but I'm gonna say a good quarterback serviceable I, I think more than serviceable I think he'll be a I think he could be a good quarterback I agree and mm-hmm. the reason why I agree is because to have a kidna or uh or a Jack Jack Miller you have to have a strong offensive line that can hold <laughs> Especially in the yeah. past, because they're not that you know what I'm saying. They're not that mobile. They're like a Kyle Trask sitting in the pocket, mm-hmm. po- pocket passing tight. And at least Rio can at least get out of the pocket. At least move. He at least a little mobile, you know. So yeah, yeah. And that's the type of dude when you don't have a strong offensive line, you're going so to need a guy who can be a little play. bit. Well, it is it. That's yeah, I mean everything, everything right depends there. on O line play. O line, so. yeah, true. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you think point. about it. You get my point. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wait, I'm gonna tell you, you what's a real look. What's crazy though? Because like what you're talking about, like think about like when we have Felipe Franks before, right before Cal Trash, they were more like they could run. Like they were better. Um, they could not block when it came when it comes to running. But they could show block when it comes to passing. And then they changed it very next year. Like, how could – then you couldn't pass block. So, yeah, it's this O-line play is just going to – it's going to be – it's just going to depend on that O-line. Well, and that's 
Well, so to me, because if the O line can sit here and can't, they can't sit here and run block, but they can sit here and just protect, then you would say a Jack Miller. So I'm gonna say depending on the O line. And 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 two, that's when you go look at the recruiting of the offensive line. You see why they can't do certain stuff. Yeah. Hey, that's the guys who that's the guys who they recruited. They recruited projects, and when <laughs> you were when you recruit a project. Just because there you go, and 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 that means that means that you're gonna get a guy who possibly is not gonna be good at something instead of recruiting these high level guys who have who 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 are ranked high for a reason because they have all the tools. (laughs) Some of these guys are are, spectacular at something. Exactly. Some of these guys with offensive line, you can't be no like like you know how you have uh, a. a linebacker or a defensive lineman, and they're just like one play guys, right? Yeah. The run, yeah. run. You can't be no offensive lineman and be like a one play guy. Like you no, can't be. Not I'm just gonna break you in on runs. Like no, <laughs> we can't do that. <laughs> and True. that's who Florida had. They had guys who were really good at run blocking and couldn't yep. pass block, and then you had guys who could pass block who couldn't run uh-huh. block. And yeah, right. when you do that, you get in big trouble, especially with the scheme. Dan Mullen would try to run. Yeah. The last few years, where it's like a you know a mixture of, uh, and that's why he exactly yep, yep. and that's why he went to where he <laughs> went to because the offensive line was not good at all. He had to go to a pass heavy scheme because yep. he didn't have a choice. Right. <laughs> so yeah, um, like you said, Q. Let's see how he adjusts with this roster. Um, you know the, the the good thing is is this guy he's brought he's brought in guys who he knows he's brought in guys who he don't know uh he's brought in guys who's who we've seen developed elite players yeah. um in certain in certain areas so i'm excited to see that first game <laughs> And then we'll see how I feel after that. <laughs> and you know what? I'm also say he should be able to change too, just because as much as hiring he do, he has done, that should take a whole lot of pressure off of him to be able to just sit here and focus when he needs to make game change. You know. So, yeah, he yeah. I'll tell you one thing. To- well, I'll tell you one thing, and the only thing about the coaches is not how many coaches you have. It really is about quality because yeah. I know there's there's a lot of schools that when you look at staffs, they don't really have like huge staffs, but they get good. They get great coordinators and guys to come through there. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what really matters is I always say this. If you just like the old staff that was here, when you look at that old staff, tell me one guy that other schools wanted to have as head coach. Not a damn one of them. None of them. There you go. Zero. Nada. And when you have that situation, that tells me everything (laughs) right there. Yeah. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Alabama literally loses a damn coordinator every other week. Georgia losing. They didn't lost so many coordinators. It ain't crazy. They yep. stepping down and right, doing right. all sorts of stuff. Yep. And uh, Clemson, they lost all sorts of coordinators. Ohio State, they lost coordinators and coaches. And they lost Urban Meyer, and they still kept chugging along, right? 
And the reason why is because they have quality guys. <laughs> they have guys well, who everybody wants. Well, I'm not. Well, you can't all say it's not just about the quality as far as the guys that you have or bring in or whatever. It's all about also, to me, this it goes hand in hand with what quality and what I'm about to say chain of command. And people like, what I mean by chain of command is do those, do you have the head coach? Like, if he says uh, something, somebody at the casino. Somebody hit the team. I know. I know. As far as like the head coach, does everybody follow the, the, the command? Whatever he, the head coach, whatever he says, everybody else get in line, even coaches. Like, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Hold everybody right. accountable. Don't hold no, don't have any egos, aka mm-hmm. Todd Graham. Like, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as like, yeah, not coaches undermining old- undermining each other or having a big ego. Or, oh, this is my way, or I'm not. I'm not going to change this my way, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And like, but you, I'll you tell you what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I agree with you, but I will say this: when you are a, at the talent of a Nick Saban or Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, the people who have consistently been in the playoffs, right? When you go recruit that elite talent, before you even when you reach out to them, they already know what you're about. So it ain't no you if you bring there like basically Nick Saban tells them he don't even he don't talk about no ego because guess what if you got an ego guess what I can do to your ass bye because yeah. I'll hire you look man dude went through C, uh, Steve Sarkeesy Lane Kiffin and uh, what's the old buddy who was just there last year. Um, uh, uh, Bill O'Brien, like, think about that. Think about that. (laughs) Like, dude, he he does not care. You want to leave during the during the playoffs? I don't care. Right. (laughs) Like, I'm going to. Your ego does nothing. You can have an ego if you want, but guess what? If that ego gets too big, I'll just replace you. And even yeah. if you leave, even if you leave at the drop of a dime, guess what's gonna happen? I'll replace you. Replace you. Yeah. <laughs> and be, so be replaced. I think you those have your are feelings in it. Exactly. Right. Aka yeah. Mullen and Graham. <laughs> and I think elite coaches set that tone, like you saying. They set the tone of before you even get there, even if you are an elite coach already or elite coordinator already, when right. you go to Alabama, listen, you might be elite, but I can't find somebody who do just as good as you or better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that good these your soldiers. You exactly. Your right. Yeah. It could be great like Nick Saban, but Nick Saban is great. But if he ain't got the soldiers as far as yep. the good. Then right, you know what I'm saying? It's just like the yep. chessboard. The king mm-hmm. can only make, can only go only one or two moves. Only yep. you get what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But that Agreed. horse, which is the, you know what I mean, can move any how any way how you want to. Yep. Get what I'm saying? He, so, yep. He got a um, and that's what Billy I think, with he has potential. Because I'm not gonna say that he's gonna be able to do it because I gotta see it first. Yeah, I can't yeah, say right. I can't yeah. say anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But I, because that's why I always say that the saying, Juice, what's the saying? <laughs> hey, the proof is in the pudding. There you go. The proof is in the pudding. And Billy said hey, that. I yeah. didn't say it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, gonna, real mm-hmm. quick, I'm about to try to pull up. I know I, uh, I was going to pull up. Uh, I had some things to pull up that I was going to have some footage from our friend Donovan Kaiser. Um, it's of some videos that he shot at spring practice himself. And so uh, I was going to put make some videos up and put his stamp on there. But uh, for some reason, I wasn't able to. So what I'm going to do is actually show you guys. Let's see well, here. Copyright. That's why you couldn't do it. No, no, no. Um, I just my software was being crazy today for some odd reason. Um, so what I'm going to do this here. Let's see. Hold on one second here. And uh, Juice, can you click in those uh, um, comments from the chat? Let's see here. Let's see what we got here. I think you should be able to. You just click on it there, and then it should pop up. There we go. Here we go. Yeah, let's look here. Uh Uh-oh. Let me see what we we got here. No, it ain't letting me work out. But anyway. Uh Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. That boy boy batteries and died, didn't he? (laughs) Better charge your mouse up, boy. (laughs) I know it. Yeah, this. Oh, man. oh well, now nah, I'm just having technical difficulties. But anyway, so what I got some. Uh, I can read on the other screen here. So yep. what we got here? Where Deventure was sitting here and said, "Hey, Q, uh, Grantham was hired hired as a Bama analyst, so we have a chance." Ah, to a certain extent, but he ain't gonna be calling no plays. So, but the thing is, to me. Like I already know, Tim. He got he an eye for talent. Like, he he's in the school right now, the Alabama. He's in Nick Saban school, and once uh, then after this year, he'll get a job. Of course, somebody's gonna hire him. But his um, because he came out of Alabama. But who the heck he gonna analyze? Who who the heck? What the heck he going Man. Well, I think, and I'll tell you this: he got an eye for talent. But to me, as far as coaching goes. As long as long as he ain't got a coach for me, I'm cool. I can he can he can I talent, but coaching, I'm good. Listen, I'm gonna tell you this though about this analyst stuff. Listen, I would definitely take him as an analyst because analysts are the ones that come up with game plans and help out your defensive coordinators. They see different things and they're 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 basically their whole job is to uh, tell you their opinion and what they see on film. Mm-hmm. You're not like you like you said. You're not asking him to coach. What you're doing is asking him with another eye. And you have a guy who has been in the SEC for years and years and the NFL just as another eye. You don't have to even have to listen to him. You just have him there as a. That's why he's an analyst. He's going to give you use film and data to basically come up with. Mm-hmm. Hey, these are things that I see. And as a defensive coordinator, then you take his opinion and you can implement that stuff in your game plan. You don't have to listen to him. 
but you do, but he does see things because one thing about Ty Grantham is I, I I'm not a fan of his, but we know that he can cause havoc in the SEC. He's done it multiple years where Florida has been leading in sacks multiple years. And that's why Nick Saban went and got him is because uh-huh. sacks in the SEC the- sacks in the SEC lead to winning games. I'm gonna tell yes. you that right now. Yeah. And, and think about it, he does and, and think about it if now here's the thing though. If Ty Grant just imagine if Ty Grantham had a defense full of five stars though. We might not uh-uh. be talking that. You know what I'm saying? I because, still, no, no. But I, I, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen, but I still wouldn't want him. But trust oh, me, the hell. way that he, he said, hell no. <laughs> but the way well, that that's he why I say havoc, though, that defensive pressure, that it works perfect for Alabama. Well, and that's why I say he's an analyst. That is, yeah. yeah. And that's where you want him. If listen, if you tell me you have Todd Graham as an analyst, that's like saying that's like saying you got Andre Iladago coming off the bench. I don't want <laughs> okay. him at all. <laughs> it's me. I don't want nah. him now. Man, I don't want him nowhere on my staff. Nah, man, you got you. you, got to, you listen, you got, you ain't got to do nothing. He said no. Do, <laughs> no, no, no. But this is this is why I'm telling you about Nick Saban though, and this is this is what we just had a conversation about. He goes and gets dudes. And guess what? If Todd Grantham ain't doing what he's supposed to, Q, guess what's about to happen? You should think about that. And get another job. Why? Maybe. Maybe. If if Nick Saban, if Nick Saban gives his, if Nick Saban don't give you that stamp of approval, you're not getting no job nowhere. What's all strong? You gotta the reason the reason why you go to Nick Saban is because you want to get that stamp of approval. When you go get that, when like you said, when you go get the next job, because Nick Saban is, they know Nick Saban ain't gonna bullcrap them. Right. He's gonna give you, he's gonna say, look, this is what Nick Saban do. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That's all he do. He don't even talk. Yeah. He just get on there and do this. <laughs> and and based off that, that's what if you if he say this. That's like you just said, Q. That that's the Nick Saban ringer. You go through it and you build your credibility. And once he say this you're gonna go get another job if he say this you ain't gonna have no job <laughs> nobody gonna hire you if nick saban don't approve you who gonna approve you ain't nobody gonna want you unless you go to some little small school or something like that sure but i think i think alabama they don't they're not worried about ty grantham like i said they bought him in there just because he's been an nfl he's been in the nfl he's been in the sec he gonna see stuff that they're uh, they're he gonna see stuff that these other guys might not see. And like I said, you don't got to listen to them. As an analyst, you the defensive coordinator. Do I listen to the analyst? Do I not listen to the analyst? That's basically what you're saying every week. And it would be I like somebody. I sure wouldn't listen to them. Yeah, but, but, I, but I ain't going to lie, though. I ain't going to lie, though. But I, Q, I feel you because I was like that all last year, man. Because, like, his name was a trigger word for me. So I, I know like what you mean. Like, true. I just can't. Yeah, oh, I already knew what was going to happen. <laughs> Third and Grantham, come on, man! I, I I seen his track record. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I, like I said, I remember when he was at Georgia. I I, I love third downs because I knew he was gonna get it. Yep. You know, it, it's just. Mm-mm. I, he's good for he's good for one year as a coach defensively when he just first come in, but then after that, he every year gets worse. Yep. 
it gets worse. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't care wherever he goes. I seen it. I'm just telling you what just history. Yeah. So but yeah, it's a trigger word for me, man. So we've so I feel you, Q. But again, yeah, I take him on an analyst, but I, I really probably would listen to him. I listen to him to a certain extent, but like you said, he's he gonna keep his ego in check down there though. Oh yeah. That's what he need. Get that ego in check. Oh yeah, he got to to secure the bag. Right, right. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and I'm gonna tell you, man, he not gonna have no ego at Alabama. Who? What, <laughs> yeah, like, first, who is what you? ego? How can you get a bigger ego than Nick Saban? He's the right. goat of college football. There's no, there's no bigger. <laughs> right, ego right, than right. <laughs> like everybody knows, it's not even a conversation. Everybody knows who Nick Saban. is. You yep. bring an ego to Nick Saban, he gonna hit you with that Will Smith slap. Fat <laughs> <laughs> man, that Western that's a Western slap. <laughs> like that's like <laughs> a, pimp, a pimp name slip. Man, man, a pimp <laughs> name slip back. <laughs> that's exactly what that was. <laughs> and then the audacity to turn your back to a man who you just slapped. Boy, you crazy. <laughs> For real. <laughs> All right, man. Um, so what I'm going to do, actually, we'll go ahead and wrap the show there. Because next week we'll have our um, – I'll, I'll try to get my, my stuff together. I wasn't going to just share my screen, but we'll just wrap it up there because we at the 130 mark. Q, oh, hey, man, it's been a pleasure to you. finally speak to you in oh, person. Yeah, we love when you're in the chat, man. Yeah, I know sometimes why we got to filter what you be saying, boy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is Q we talking about? <laughs> Everybody, hey, last time we was on the show, we was all over here with Jerry AB. We all talking, and then all of a sudden, we all like, Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> I said that. I said that because all y'all said, "Oh, my throat, my throat." Like, <laughs> you and then what? That's why I said that. <laughs> I was like, "That's why y'all got, got <laughs> munching on the wrong thing." Oh man! <laughs> you don't ever change, man. Don't yes, ever change. <laughs> Oh, hey, um, Q, do you you on social media and all that or anything or uh, anything you nah, want to shout just, out? Um, I would just, I just got Snapchat. That's about it. But, okay. Hey, but, man, um, you want to give out your Snapchat or nah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have, yeah, I'm on Art of War. Yeah, Art of War. That's my um, bang three five two. My B A B A N G. Three five two. That's my Snapchat. Bang three five two, boy. What the what you doing over here, kid? <laughs> <laughs> Man, we ain't say your OnlyFans. We said Snapchat. I'll play. I'll play. All right, brother. Well, we'll holler at you next week. Um, yes, sir. Remember, guys. Hey, if you want to join the show. We, we, this is our first time doing the live show. We appreciate Q joining us. Yeah, long time listener out. so far. Day one, Hit us thank up you, Q. On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we do not have Snapchat. Maybe we'll get into that as well. But um, hit us up at talkingsauce.com. You guys can support the channel, get your merch. 
you're a Florida Gator fan, man. We got that champs collection for you over there. I know yes, you will like it. And uh, we'll see you guys next Wednesday, 8.15 Central, 9.15 Eastern. Yes, sir. All right, all right. See you. All right, man. Y'all have, have a great week. Oh, yeah. Peace. For sure. Peace.